after an offseason of much change for the Chicago Sky and the WNBA as a whole that saw super teams form and us unfortunately lose quite a bit of our players, we're going to talk about where the Chicago Sky now sit in what should be a tough playoff race down at the bottom of that playoff race. We're going to talk about where the Sky sit, plus some more right after this. Welcome to Chicago Sky Central, and here's your host, Hayes. All right, Chicago Sky fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Sky Central. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow me if you choose to do so at CEO Hayes on every social media platform, but let's get into it. So the winners and losers list that was destined to come after the WNBA offseason is all but kind of settled, right? We still have the WNBA NBA draft to get to, but all the big names are kind of where they're going to be. And listed amongst the winners are, of course, the Las Vegas Aces and the New York Liberty, as they should be considering what they were able to accomplish in this offseason. All that makes sense. I have no problem with that. And the Chicago Sky are pretty much like we expected as well. Listed amongst the losers, like most people would expect when you look at all the players that they lost in this offseason. And so, you know, I'm not going to do my own winners and losers of the offseason. I think it's pretty clear who's a winner and loser in this offseason, just by the way that everything shook out. And we are now in the super team era of the WNBA. And that's fine, right? It's fine. But where does the Chicago Sky now sit amongst those super teams? How realistic are the Chicago Sky's hopes of even making the playoffs, much less winning a playoff series, right? We talked about this roster, how I see this roster shaking out, and I'm pretty high on this roster. But when you look at the Eastern Conference in the WNBA, you got the New York Liberty, who were the four seed last season, who are surefire. They better be the number one seed or else, Everything that they did this offseason is going to be wild. Now, amongst that, you're looking at the former uh, playoff teams from last season, the Chicago Sky, the Connecticut Sun, and Washington Mystics. Now, the Sun and the Sky both lost some tough players in that area. The Washington Mystics, uh, we'll see what they end up doing. The Atlanta Dream have made moves as well, and the Indiana Fever, who you guys know, I want to see the Fever lose at any chance that they can. So, it really does sit to... In that Eastern Conference, where do the Chicago Sky sit? Can they still be one of the four playoff teams? I think that they can. And it's going to come, and it's going to have to come by the defensive effort of this team. And while it's hard to really predict how a team that's this new is going to play just by the on paper, right? I don't like to really crown teams based off paper. I like to have something tangible. And it's going to be a while, unfortunately, until we have something really tangible to see how this team comes together. But when you look at the roster of this team and you look at the starting lineup that we're going to have, we are going to be a team that's going to push the pace and get out in transition. We're going to rebound well, and we're going to try to attack the buck, the basket. But for the, the, the Chicago Sky to really have any type of success as far as big-time success, I think it's going to have to come by Kalia Copper playing at an MVP level. Now, there are some questions. Some people doubt how, how, how well Kalia Copper is going to fare with this current team that's around her. But I really do look at this team that's really built and suited to our skill sets. And Kalia Copper is a player that we all know has that MVP potential, right? We know what she can be. She's one of the, the more fierce players in the WNBA. And she's one of the players, not just because she plays for my team. When people ask me, how do, what, what, who should I watch to get into the WNBA? I say, go and check out Kalia Copper highlights and tell me as a basketball fan, does that not get you excited? Glee Copper has that level of skill, but when you look at this team, when you look at the Isabel Harrisons, the Courtney Williams, the fact that these are players, Elizabeth Williams as well, these are players that just have found a way to stick around this league and you know what they can give you. When look at Marina Mabry, right? And the and the, the talent that she has and the fact that 
she is a willing person to set people up if she's on that type of team. I'm looking at this team, and this is going to be a team that, as the identity forms, it's going to have to come by death by a thousand cuts, right? That's how this team is going to survive. That's how this team is going to be able to perform um, probably um, uh, higher than a lot of people's expectations. Now, I did see there is doubt, even people on this channel, doubting the team because they don't have the names. And while in most sports, but especially in the WNBA, the teams with the most talent usually get the job done. But we know in sports, everything isn't, doesn't always go the way that it seems is going to go on paper. But what this guy have to do, the way that this team comes together, the way that this team bonds, how they identify their play style, how they how coach James Wade coaches and get the best out of these players is really going to be what's tan, what's what's telling to how far this team can go this offseason. You look at the Chicago Skyers roster. Yes, it's built around Kalia Copper, Dana Evans, who's been absolutely on a tear overseas and showing what she can do when she has the ball in her hands, both scoring and defensively. Right? You look at Rebecca Gardner, the our, our rookie from last season who is going to come in and do some solid things for us. Isabel Harrison, another player that has that chip on her shoulder, who's going to come in, push the pace, get rebounds, block shots, play solidly on both sides of the ball. And we have a lot of players that understand and know how to do their roles, right? And by that, we can very well be greater than the sum of our parts. So in looking at this team and, and what, at least right now, on paper was slated and expected to do, I know that there's a lot of doubt surrounding the Chicago Sky, and that's rightfully so. But as this team, probably over the first month of the season, really build their identity, build their play style, that's where we're going to be able to tell just how much this team is going to be able to punch, maybe above their weight, or maybe, God forbid, they're going to be one of those teams that's clearly better than what the expectations are holding them. It's fair that most outlets are listing the Chicago Sky as losers in this offseason because of everything they have lost, right? Everything that they have lost in there. That really, by, by definition, makes them losers. They went from a team that was, a, that, that was looked at as a surefire title contender to a team that there's so many question marks around it that it's just hard for the analyst to predict. And one thing that I always say, the hardest thing to predict in sports is how a team's going to really come together and how that, that formation of the team, the bond of that team, the play style of that team is going to inform how good that team can be especially when you have a team that doesn't have the big-name stars from around the WNBA. But the, while the Sky are going to have a rough go, right? They're going to have it. They're going to have a rough go. And as that comes, and you know, the WNBA playoffs are a little bit different where everything's kind of thrown in. But as that goes forward, and as we see how this team is able to come and how that identify, how Coach James Wade coaches this team, I think that there's hope from, for optimism around the Chicago Sky team, at least in my opinion. Now, I could very well be a home. I could be a player, that, a, 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 a fan that is too engulfed and too ingrained in his team that's, that can't see the forest for the trees. There's a chance of that. And I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that there may be some biasness on my part. But I'm looking at this team. I'm looking at a Stu coming back and what she means rebounding-wise. I'm looking at Elena Smith, right? And the fact that the bet on her and really how much she's able to contribute and do in her second stint in the WNBA, what does that look like for this team? How can this team benefit from her well-rounded game, the ability to shoot, defend, rebound, play guard, play forward, everything that she's able to do? It's going to be huge for the Chicago Sky to really build that identity. And let's see what they can do. I'm hopeful of this team. I think this team is going to be a solid team, but I'm not willing to necessarily say they're going to win a playoff series or anything like that until we're able to see it. And so once we do see it, 
That's where we'll be able to start. And I'm excited for this season to get started. I know we still have a little while. We got to get through the WNBA draft, which we don't have any draft picks. But when the season opens up for us on May 19th, when that Chicago Sky team takes the floor, all eyes are going to be on the sky to see how this team is going to come together and how this team is going to stand up and rebound after a season of loss for the Chicago Sky. Now, before we go, I also want to ask the question and, and talk about a couple of topics. A, Allie Quigley and Courtney Vanderson, should their jerseys be retired? I don't think there's many Chicago Sky fans who would argue that, especially Courtney Vandersloot's uh, jersey should be retired for the Chicago Sky. The big, the, some of the questions around Allie Quigley remain, but I look at them as, I told you guys, Courtney Vandersloot is a Chicago sports legend to me, right? And this is somebody who loves the WNBA. I watch the WNBA. I love it. I'm ingrained in it. I'm a Chicago Sky fan. Allie Quigley as well. I do think that they have done enough for this team, and especially considering we won a title, that they have done enough, and they were breaking records when Courtney Vandersloot was breaking all those assist records and having Allie Quigley as their running mate. I do think that these are two players that should that deserve to have their jersey retired. Now, I want to throw this to you guys. Question of the day. Should Allie Quigley and Courtney Vandersloot have their jerseys retired for the Chicago Sky when it's all said and done? Doesn't necessarily mean this season, right? It's too early to say that. And one of the weirdest things in this upcoming season is when we do face the Liberty and Courtney Vandersloot is in another jersey. I'm not going to lie to you. That's about to be weird for me. Um, but question thrown to you guys. What do you think about it? Now, next question up that I want to answer or take a look at before we go is Lee Yaru. And what's her status? So the last update that we got from James Wade is that she wants to be back in the WNBA. Matter of fact, that word quote from James Wade. She wants to be back in the WNBA. And she's on our roster, so I wouldn't imagine her wanting to be anywhere else. I think the thing uh, is, with so much uncertainty with the Asian games and all, the, all these things, I don't want to be in a situation where we have a player that's here and they leave. I want to be able to build from April until the end of the season with the same group. Now, many may remember that last season, Lee Yaru was pulled um, right before the playoffs to go back over to China. And so there's some questions on if that will happen again. Now, I do think that the, that was that happened more so because of the lack of playing time and that her national team wanted to make sure she was going to be suited and ready to go and in the best shape. But if Lee, Lee Yaru, who clearly the Chicago Sky's coaching staff is high on her to a degree, if they do bring her back and she earns a solid role on this team, I do think that she's going to be here for the, for the full part of the season, for the entirety of the season, I guess I should say. But there are some questions around if she's going to come back. And, and you know, even saying that the conversations and the, and the talks with her and her agent have been kind of fluid, right? That's what James Wade said. Um, so Lee, Lee Yaru, who wasn't playing very, very many minutes, but who flashed some things, but still left, a left enough room for concern. I do think that if she's able to come back and have a role for this team, that, again, another player that could make an impact. And as with the Chicago Sky as last season, depth is highly important for this team. So let's see how things go. Let's see how things continue to grow for this team and where we end up. And again, you know, you guys can be tuned in right here at Chicago Sky Central during the offseason. I'm going to have at least two episodes a week and we'll see how things shake out during the season where I'll be giving postgame shows, things like that. But that's it for me for today. Make sure you're following the show at Chicago Sky Pod on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Sky Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Sky related. And I don't care what none of them other podcasts say. This is the place to be. And uh, yeah, that's it for us for today. We'll see you guys the next time we plan on going to Sky Town. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. 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 Media.